All right, we're live January 17th, the May OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Big Marcel. Uh, Marcel, hope you had a good week on my men. Uh, how's how's the weather, man, by the way, like there? Because it, it, we're absolutely nailed uh, here in Toronto. Like, it's insane. Like, thankfully, I work from home, but, like, there's no way you could even – like, you can't even get out of your house. Um, the driveway was a, a, a big task. The, the, I'm six – Three, Marcel. I swear to God, like half my body was in the snow, and me and Anita started digging it. And then I'm like, "Let's abandon ship. We can't do this." Like, so we had the uh, the snowblower instead that did it. But uh, it was crazy, man. It's like it's insane. So I don't know how about, how about you. How's everything? Oh, yeah, well, it's good, man. Just fucking cold outside, but overall, it's not like uh, you you can walk in in the weather. And I'm not somebody who has it cold very quick because I have kind of an extra coat of myself. So, um, you know, it's okay. Um looking forward to do the, the recap about the event with you. You know, uh, finally we had a, an event, a UFC event after almost a month. So, uh, yeah. How about you, man? Looking forward to talking about with you too, man. I'm, you know, I'm good, man. I'm good. We got hype and me in the chat. What's going on, man? Glad to have you here, hype. No, I'm, I'm doing good, Marcel. Everything's well. Um, let's talk about the first card of the year. So, uh, Somebody says ahead. the chat is disabled. Chat's disabled? I don't know how, how it's disabled. I don't know. Somebody says to tells me. I was someone said. I was disabled though. Doesn't make sense. I uh, uh, somebody, no, somebody's uh, replying in the chat. So okay, weird. Should okay, work now. I'm not sure. Um, my if someone could throw a comment in the chat, let me know if it's working because uh, I didn't like click anything that would. Ch- I didn't change anything, so I don't know why I wouldn't. Uh, or so you try to type something in. Me, yeah. For anything. Sure. I mean, test. Mine okay. came in. There's a. Uh, in the comments, try try putting something. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Anyways, so all right, so we had ten fights to talk about. Um, picks wise, I mean, you know, it was it was kind of a up and down night. I think for a lot of us, it was just kind of a tough card to like pick upsets on. I found, you know, Marcel. Marcel, can you throw a comment in there or no? No, live chat is disabled. This here. I mean, I don't know how to do this. Hold on, guys. Let me try to figure this out. I don't know why would why the chat would be disabled. Just hold on a second. Um, uh, I don't know why. All right, I'm here. All right, just let's talk about the let's talk about the fight, and I'll I'll try to find a solution for this. Go ahead, talk about let's talk about the main event, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, you know, a fight that I didn't see coming, um, Calvin Cater. Yeah, man. I mean, it started very well, I think, for Gigachi Katz in the first three minutes. He looked really good, some very clean leg kicks, um, some good punches. And then he slipped. And then Calvin uh, took his back, uh, took him to the ground, and finished the round on top. Uh, did well, did some damage, and uh, won the first round. After that, everybody was like, this is the blueprint to beat Giga, you know. Uh, let's see what Calvin's going to do after the first round. And then he starts striking with him, you know, and he starts uh, being aggressive, fighting forwards, and Giga had no oh. answer to him. After one half, uh, one half round, two rounds, Giga was kind of gassed. Calvin took over. It was an amazing performance by Calvin Kikater, uh, man. It was absolutely great. Um yeah, I mean, what a I comeback! I think the worked out, by the way. Try to test it now. I think it should yeah. work. I think I fixed it. All right, let me check. Just try to throw a test in there, guys. Let me know if you guys if I fixed it or not. Damn fucking sexy! Yeah. It worked or no? Yeah, it works. Okay, maybe it'll take a second for me to see the comment. I don't see anything yet. You see the comment in the 
I don't see the comment, but I can type now. I couldn't type. Okay. First. Hopefully it's uh, if, if it's uh, I'll like type a comment. Recalibrate yeah. itself. Apologize for that, guys. I don't know what happened there. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I just didn't see it coming. Or so honestly, like you know, it was just one of those fights. Like I just, I really didn't see it coming. There we go. We got we got the chat now, guys. Glad to have it. You know, it's, it's like, I, well, obviously I overlooked Calvin Cater, you know, but it's like there's reasons I overlooked him because last time we saw him, he got the shit kicked out of him and we hadn't fought in a year. So, I mean, anytime that happens, I'm going to fade fade that, you know, against the guy who's six-fight win streak or seven-fight win streak, like knocking out everyone. You know, I really respected that win over Edson Barboza. I don't think I would have changed my pick. I mean, there's nothing that would have led me to pick Cater, you know? Same. I just think it was such a great performance by him. I just, I'm blown away that, you know, a guy like that coming back from that kind of loss, Marcel, to look that good in the next fight. So I just give him a lot of credit. The coaching staff obviously came up with a great game plan. First round to wrestle him was very smart. You know, Giga looked good in that first like couple of minutes. He was fast. Mm-hmm. He was landing kicks. As soon as that fight went to the ground, he slipped and fell, changed the whole fight. Um, you know, I, I think Cap Cater won basically every round. Maybe you could give Giga one round, maybe, but you know, Cater obviously looked amazing in this fight. The boxing looked incredible. I mean, the boxing was just phenomenal, Marcel. You know, um, once again, lands over 100 significant strikes third fight in a row doing that guys just not, he's on a roll himself i mean listen he lost at hallway obviously but you know wins this fight he, he's he's obviously established himself as one of the top five guys i can't wait to see him fight next um there's anyone you can give him in the top five i think brian ortega makes sense yair rodriguez makes sense those um, are the two. yeah those fights are both sick so i'm i'm good for either one of them um it doesn't really matter to me i'm, I'm good with any of those fights to be honest with you um so, yeah, I mean, I, I was blown away by the guy's comment, uh, by the guy's um, performance. And then I got some comments here, guys. I'll take them. Quinn saying uh, Giga's comment. Yeah, Giga said that he, he would win this fight nine or ten times. Uh, once again, you know, the guy completely overlooked him, obviously, Marcel. The whole lead-up to this fight, Marcel, he was talking about Korean Zombie, talking about Max Holloway or uh, Volkanovski, not talking about Calvin Cater. I don't think he respected him that much. I think he paid uh, the price for it. Honestly, I really don't think he – I don't. I think you overlooked them, guys. You know. You know. You know what, I, you know what it is, Adam. Uh, I think the UFC they didn't. Uh, now it's okay, but they should have wait until that fight happened between Calvin Cater and Giga Chikadze. Because what if Giga knocked him out in that first three minutes? You know, he had every right to talk about that title fight. But mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't win, so he didn't, didn't have every right to talk about it. But you know what I mean? If he would have won. Everybody would have said he should have got the title shot instead of Korean Zombie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but yeah, he, he might have underestimated him. But if I say that, I also take away from Calvin Cater, you know, because then I say Giga wasn't at his best, and uh, I don't know if that's true, you know, because I think Calvin I, I don't think he was at his game, best. I personally don't think he was at his best. I just think he overlooked him, but I just I don't know. Like he 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 tired out way quicker than we've seen. But I think the wrestling, obviously, of Cater that you know was part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to take anything with Cater. He looked amazing. I can't wait to see him fight again. Again, I've been a fan of the guy his whole career. I just thought that last fight, getting that beating, that would change you know his career for the worse. But I was wrong because he this is this is the best he ever looked, probably right. I mean, yeah, the guy's, yeah, I would, the guy's a great fighter, man. Anyway, so any of those fights make sense. I don't think he's fought Josh Emmett yet. That fight would be good too. That would be a banger yeah. uh, and a half, Marcel. Um, any of those fights for me are good fights. You know, a top five guy against Calvin Cater. Let me get these comments, guys. Uh, hey Tristan, what's up, man? Uh, so many people overlooking uh, Cater. No way he should have been uh, plus. Yeah, I mean, I overlooked him, so I, I, I'm the first guy to admit it. We haven't seen Giga in the fourth half. But yeah, his cardio didn't it didn't look great. I mean, he hung in there. By the way, his chin's amazing. The fact that he didn't get yeah. knocked out, both guys, amazing chins. Uh, we even talk about, like, fight of the night. There was no fight of the night up to that point. Like, the UFC could have just put that fight bonus in that pocket because I thought they were going to do three bonuses again, Marcel. And Dana White was in the kit. 
uh, bet 50k on football again, you know, because apparently he's been losing on it. But uh, they actually yield the four bonuses. Hey, Kevin, what's on? He said he's glad to get the, the chat back up in time to talk about Kagan's fight. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, for me, um, yeah, for Cater, that's who I'd, I'd give him next. And then for, for Giga, uh, who would you give Giga next, Marcel? Uh, any, any thoughts on I, that? I honestly would go with Mossar Evloev if he's back. You know, I think that would be a great fight. As, as Concrete Man, Tapuria didn't get to fight him, you know. And um, when Mossar is, I think Mossar has COVID. I think when he's back, why not? You know, sure. uh, I think Mossar deserves a step up in competition. And I think Giga has to get one back now. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that, you know. And even even if, and I say if, Bryce Mitchell wins against Edson Barbosa, would be a good yeah. one. But that's some time. I'm just looking at the rankings and like the one guy yeah. that I mean those guys make sense, but Shane Burgos is right there too. That would be a good fight. Oh, also, and but also we have to take in mind that Giga probably got a medical suspension for some time, so we don't know when he's back. Yeah, no good point. You'll probably be out for a little while now. We get some comments. Egan Sadiq. Uh Yusuf's fighting, isn't he fighting? Uh, Caceres, Alex, Caceres, right? Caceres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh what else do we have here? Hey Joseph, uh Mandon and Oh, it really? I didn't see that today. Is that yeah. today? Oh, today it happened? I, I've been yeah, she's she going to go. Uh, she's going to make her own team. Her own gym, really? So, okay, yeah. I got to read about that. I didn't, I didn't know. It's interesting. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, does it few, Does it foreshadow Kayla Harrison's move to the UFC, right? Like, that's what people are going to ask now. Maybe maybe that's what's happening. You know, Dan Lambert's all over Kayla Harrison, I think. He's all in on her, I believe. So maybe that's what happened. I'm not sure. I got to read about it more. Um, yeah, Giga really stopped throwing the kicks. I mean, Cater had a great game plan. He was the one walking forward, right? Like when Giga fought Barboza, Marcel, he was the one walking forward. In this fight, it was the other way around. Go ahead. And Adam, Cater still doesn't block low kicks. You saw it no, against no, Giga. No. He still doesn't, you know? And he so also got I, hit by another 100 significant strikes himself. Like, he yeah. got an amazing chin, but... He got bro, it. yeah. I'm telling you right now, he's he's going to get knocked out at some point, eh, Marcel? Like, he's taking a lot of damage in fights, but... So far, I mean, he hasn't been killed, that's, but I think like a guy like Josh Emmett might knock him out. You know, I really think that could happen. Yeah, yeah, that's what people are saying, and I agree with those people. If Cater fights Max Holloway tomorrow again, might be the same thing as last year. You know, yeah. because he still fights the same. Only Giga, Giga Chikatsu couldn't uh, couldn't have that same pace. You know, Giga couldn't go with that pace that Cater had, and. Cater looked good, man, on Saturday, man. We really have to give him props. So yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, he, I'm blown away, man. I mean, like I said, he shut me up. I was wrong about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought finish was coming, Tristan. But again, Giga is a very tough guy. Um, you know, good good experience for him. I mean, you know, you got to remember, he's not. He's only got. He's only been fighting since 2015. You know, Cater's been fighting since like 2007 or eight. Like he's been fighting forever, Marcel. 15 years of experience. He was in uh, Elite XC back in the day, Marcel. Like he's been fighting forever. So. Uh, that, that extra experience. I'm talking about uh, um, Calvin, right? Giga's been yeah. he was a World Series of Fighting in 2015. He made his debut, so obviously yeah, he has the kickboxing, yeah, the kickboxing like, background. Yeah, MMA is different sport, man. I yeah, mean, for sure. Wow. We saw that, and we saw this fight. Anything else with this fight? Or you want to you want to move on? Um, you know, to, let's move uh, on, man. Let's move on. Okay, let me just pull up the uh, fights here, guys. All right. So yeah, I mean, it was a it was a wonderful uh, performance, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, co-main event. I mean, we we both nailed this fight. I think. I, I I mean, for me, I really like Collier, and I think he's an underrated guy. Look good. I mean, obviously the guy's like, you know, not in like the best shape, but it make he makes it work, man. You know, and he's got good cardio for a guy that you know doesn't look like he would, right? Um, he looked good in this fight, Marcel. It was probably one of his better performances. You take take Sharon down, submits him. Obviously, this should never be a co-main event. This is a prelim fight on like any card. You know, I can't believe this is a, a co-main event, but. You know, I've always liked Jay Collier. I'm happy he got this win, man. So, what do you think? 
He got a bonus too. Perfect, man. I mean, uh, he went striking with him. First, it looked like uh, Sherman had something to go, but immediately, Collier, uh, you saw he had a better technique. The ankle picked him, went to the ground, went to the mount. Then Sherman uh, went to his uh, went to his belly, should choked him out. It was a perfect performance, man. Uh, very nice. Uh, we both pick Collier to win. I don't think I picked him with a finish, but by a decision. Um, Same but, yeah. A good win for Collier, you know, and an expected win. And I think for Sherman, I mean, I hate to say, but I think it was his last fight in the yeah. UFC, man. Yeah, I was looking at his record. He's one in six over his last seven fights, guys. Yeah. And that's just not good. Um, and I agree, Tristan. I've said this for a while, Sherman. He, he doesn't look like himself off PEDs. Um, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's got good personality, but, you know, I don't think he's UFC caliber. But I do think, you know, Bellator would be a good spot for him. I think he could have some fun fights there, maybe, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Um PFL, no, I don't. I think he, I think he get destroyed in PFL. To be honest with you, you know, but I think Bellator maybe or back to the regional scene. I, I think he's out of the UFC though, man. Or Collier, you know, I was gonna say the, the submission prop was plus twelve hundred. I never saw that coming. Um, so you know, those it, it's one of those fights where the guy that I thought won won, but not the way I thought he would win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, the way he thought that he won uh, really surprised me. Next fight, Brandon Royville defeats uh, Rogério Bontorin. A split decision, really close fight. Bontorin had eight takedowns. In this fight, uh, Roy Volt like, kind of was working more. I think uh, the right guy won the fight. It was close. But I will say this. You know, that third round, that tap was pretty close. I, at first, when I was watching it live, I thought he tapped out. Replay, you know, it was like one of those Brazilian taps. I don't know, man. I I think it was – I don't think he tapped, honestly. So I'm glad the right guy won. Had Bantirin won the decision, I think there would have been a lot of controversy there. But the right guy won the fight. So it's it's one of those things, Marcel. It's, it's kind of a tough spot for the ref, I think, because it's – it's an iffy one, but because uh, yeah. I think some refs would stop the fight, and if they stopped it, they would be like, "Look, he tapped." You know what I mean? But because because he didn't say it, and the and the fight kept going, I don't know what to say, man. It was kind of a weird one. Um, maybe they could have stopped the fight and then taken a look with replay. I'm not sure, like what the rule is there, but like you remember the fight yeah. with with Holland and. Uh, Dawkins, right? Remember what happened there? Anyways, I don't think it was a tap personally, but what do you think, man? Talk about it. Yeah, I happily disagree with you, man. Um, I think uh, Mark Smith had a clear view. You saw a clear view. Even Bontorin was looking at him when he tapped, you know, and he went and he continued on. The typical Brazilian tap, man. They tap, Mm -hmm. they hope the uh, opponent releases the hold and they can continue. But I mean, it's almost comparable to me, uh, the Where Doom against Ferreira one in PFL. What happened, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, there, Ferreira actually finished Where Doom via KO and got overturned in no contest. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was happy uh, Roy Val won because there would have been a lot of controversy. But I mean, the referee had a clear view. He should have saw. He should have seen it. I don't know if he saw it or not, you know. And why not going to a review because the referee see, says. I didn't saw anything because you're fucking blind. You know, go at least to win. Go at least to a review. You know, then you still can say I don't think it's a tap. Okay, and also, man, Bisping immediately say after the replay, no, that wasn't a tap, dude. If that wasn't a tap, you go you should you ask if you wanted to me. But to me, that was a clear tap, man. It's a one tap, you know, and there's a typical tap like you want the opponent to release the hold so you can continue. That that's that kind of tap was that, you know, so. But I'm happy uh, Roy Val won. It was a close fight, but would have been a lot of controversy, man, if uh, Bontorin would have won that fight. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I'm just glad the right guy won the fight. Hey, what's up, BJ Percent? That's my boy right there. Kevin, what's up, man? Hey, John, what's up? I have to say I thought Bontorin won. It was a close fight, John, honestly. I thought it was really close. Yeah, it was close. Um, you know, the first I think it was the first round that was, the judges were split on. Two gave to Roy Val. I think he worked a little more, you know, but Bontorin had those takedowns, right? But again, 
you got to do stuff, you guys. You can't just hold them. And again, in 2022, I, I do think the judges are getting yeah. smarter. You know, Marcel. You know, but I am. I am surprised though. I gotta say, eight takedowns, and he had like seven minutes of control and lost the decision. So, it's one of those fights, guys. Go, go ahead. The thing is, when Roy follows on his back, he's very active. You know, he's working and, not, all the time. and, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes judges don't look at that. You know, but this time they did. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. So. They they did a good job, I think. Yeah. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, Caitlin Chikain defeats Jennifer Maya. I mean, I don't understand why we need to see this fight again. I just don't like. We didn't learn anything about either girl again. I, you know, I, to be honest, I think it was one of Chikagan's better fights. Like, I think it was one of her better performances. Uh, showed off her ground game surprisingly. I, you know, you you would thought that Jennifer Maya was the better wrestler, right? It's so weird that she out wrestled uh, Valentina in that one uh, round. You know, Marcel, because the rest of her career is just it's not like that. In this fight, Chikagan gets the job done. Um, you know. Another decision. Here's the thing. She's a free agent now. Her management is the same as Francis Ngannou and uh, Kevin Lee. Um, Dana White mentioned that she was a free agent. He said McMahon is going to take care of it. It's just maybe they let her go. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say because the thing is, like, really, she probably is the second best girl, second or you know third best girl in the division, but not the most exciting fighter. Kind of blocks your up and coming fighters from get, becoming a contender because she usually outpoints them and wins decisions. I'm not sure. It's kind of. I think they'd be on the fence. I'm not sure, Marshall. I'm not. I don't know what they do. I. I would lean towards them resigning her, I guess, because she is a top five fighter, and um, maybe she'll she'll get a deal done. But it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, either if if she did get let go. So what do you and go, went to like Bellator maybe? So what do you think? I agree with you, man. I mean, she didn't get a new contract right before this fight. So in my opinion, UFC kind of was hoping that Maya would win, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, then they could boot her even e more more easily, you know, and uh, that's why they probably booked the rematch, you know, but True. yeah, we, we both know Shikagan was going to win, man. Let's be honest. So it, it doesn't even matter, you know, I, I, I got to say the first round. Um, I was impressed with with uh, with, her, with her ground game. You know, she did very well in that in the in the first round. And I prefer to watch Chukagin wrestle instead of striking because then I don't have to mute my TV. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I mean, overall a good performance. You know, and, and the thing is, sometimes you have in the division you have the typical point fighter, and she's a typical point fighter. And there's no disrespect to her, but it's just how it is. You know, and it's not very uh, entertaining entertaining to watch. But we know that from the start, so yeah. Yeah, man. I like I said, I thought it was one of her better fights, honestly. But like, as far as her like, it's a, it's a overall performance. Like, I still think she's a boring fighter, honestly. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that they you know could let her go. But again, she is so highly ranked. I mean, she's in that John Fitch situation, right? Right, Formiga. Yeah, Fitch, for me, yeah. guy like someone like that, yeah. Something, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? I want to hear what you guys think because I'm kind of on the fence about it. What do you think? Compare it to yeah. Elias Teodoro, right? O only that's a good, Elias good. wasn't right. Yeah, that's a good. There's probably another woman that was kind of like boring that we're kind of missing. That who who who's a Juliana Lima or something like that, like a DC, you know what I mean? Someone like yeah. that who's she popped. I think she was in PFL later on. Anyways, yeah, I saw that Tristan. That's a, not a record you want. Um, yeah, Kevin, it's it's on the fence. Uh, this guy's saying uh, Aid Loco. He's saying Hardy Speed X being rebooked. That's good to hear, man. I believe this guy. This guy's got some horses. I yeah. uh, hope they don't bring her back. She's boring. <laughs> yeah, she's not exciting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe she'll get more from Bellator, but I don't feel like there's going to be like a huge market for her, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think Bellator will, will pay top dollar for her, to be really honest. Yeah, I don't think so either, but I mean, she could get an immediate title shot there. She, To be honest, she might win the belt there. She could easily win the belt, so 
It's, yeah, it's but definitely... no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No disrespect, Adam, but do, do would you want Shukagin as your belt holder at Bellator when you have now girls like uh, still Illy Malay McFarlane, Denise Akil holds, um, you you got Carmouche there. I don't think Carmouche is there getting either. Uh, Juliana Velasquez, the champion, actually. Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. You know, you can do the rematch with Liz Carmouche, for example. You know, like, but, let me ask I you mean, a question. Like, who would win? Juliana uh, um, Velasquez or Caitlin Chikigan? Who would win that fight right now? If I'm asking you right now, who would win? I mean, if Velasquez can get her to the ground, I, I take Velasquez, man. But I don't know why. if she can. I mean, she's like, Caitlin's looked like an improved grappler. That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah, actually think difficult. there's more intriguing. Like, I'm more interested in those fights. I don't want to see her against these top 10 fighters in the UFC. Like, I don't find the fights interesting. and you know, she usually wins these fights. And to be so. really honest, I still think she lost to Arusha, but yeah. Yeah, I thought she lost that fight too. I mean, I I, I bet on Arusha too, so I had some bias in that one, but I still thought she won the fight. I mean, that second round, Arusha had like three and a half minutes of, or, of control, and she yeah. was like top position, and like I think she had full mounts. And then the last minute, you know, Kayla was doing the hut or hut thing, and the judges gave it to her. It was awful. It was a Texas decision, Marcel. The hot right, thing. Let's move on because I'm not giving any more airtime to Caitlin Kagan and Jennifer Maya. All right. Flash, uh, Slava uh, Claus, <laughs> Slava Borshev knocks out Dakota Bush. Left hook to the body. Brutal. I mean, this guy is such a good striker, as we knew Marcel coming in. Um, I really liked him in this fight, and he got the job done. Uh, really like this guy, man. Uh, contender series guy. Very impressive prospect, man, at 155. What do you think about Slava Claus, Marcel? He's a good dancer, too, man. True, yeah. He had trouble with the wrestling of Bush in the beginning, man. But he came back, and he stood up, and those two shots up to the body were lethal, man. And, yeah, uh, amazing debut. And uh, not, I wouldn't say as spectacular as his contender series fight because that was even more crazier. Yeah. Well, uh, man, if you can knock somebody out with uh, with two uh, shots shots to the body, amazing. Yeah, because Chris Duncan and, like, Dakota Bush are kind of on the same level, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Say They're like the same. Okay, so, like, let's match up this guy. So he's got... 1-0 record now. Let's go find someone to fight for him to fight. Um, oh, man. I'm looking at the division. Other 1-0 guys. Taryn McKinney. He's got a fight book. How about Guron Katalante? They wouldn't do that fight. Nah. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't do that fight. No, but Slava Borchev, uh, Odman Azatar would be a good fight, Marcel. That would be a oh, fun fight. Oh, for sure. Oh, you, for you, sure. Yeah. You'd like that one, eh? That'd be a big Yeah, game. the striking. That's guy, the fight. Yeah, there we go. 2-0 guy versus 1-0 guy. I don't know if Ali would get to uh, do that fight, but... Uh, Magan Medbusta 5, whenever he comes back, that'd be a good fight. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know if they're going to rebook that fight he had. Um, well, there's a couple other guys. There's a lot of guys actually. I mean, but you, I think you want to match him with someone with you know a couple fights. Um, you know, you might even give him someone like David O'Nama or someone. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like someone just like on the periphery. I, I've noticed they they're kind of doing those fights. Like Brandon Jenkins is fighting to car close now. You know, Marcel. What, what about Mike Davis? Sure, I do. That's a good fight. You know, that would be a great fight. Uh, Mike Davis. He's not booked. I think that would be a good fight. There we go. That's a great fight. Um, let me get some comments here. Uh, did you guys notice that Ali's clients uh, could be next for uh, Kamzai's getting us delayed? Is Ali scared? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Dakota Bush was a good wrestling test of suddenly passed. Yeah, and he got taken down, right? But he got back up and, and he knocked him on. The same thing with Chris Duncan. He got taken down. Odd man's too busy partying. That'd be a good fight if they did it. What's up with Strava's uh, striking defense? Yeah, he did get, yo, you know what? I agree. I mean, he got tagged. The first couple of minutes, he was, I guess he was adjusting, but he was getting hit a lot. I don't know if he's going to be like a champion or anything like that. He's a fun guy to watch though. But like, you know, if he did fight Ottoman Astor, I don't know if it, if I'd pick him to win. I don't know if I'd pick him to be Mike Davis. I have to think about it, you know, Marcel? Mm -hmm. But I think he's a fun guy to watch either way. So, appreciate Oh, sorry, guys. Um, Yawn right in the middle of that. Uh, no, I'm I, I'm not bored by style at all. I think the guy's amazing. <laughs> I'm not bored by this guy. He's he's a fun guy to watch. So, like I said, he's a good dancer too. So, um, 
Marcel, I think he's one of the better contender series guys. Now, yeah. let's go to the next fight. A uh, cont- couple of contender series alum. Bill Algio defeats Joanna Sabrina. You know, I thought this was a close fight. You know, uh, I, I think it was a close fight, personally. You know, um, I, I think Algio probably edged it out you know, at the end there, but it was close for me. And uh, you know, the, the, the post fight speech was a little bit arrogant, in my opinion. You know, Carlo Giga. It's like, bro, you barely won against Joanna Sabrina. You know, Marcel? Like, he won the fight. Don't get me wrong, guys. He definitely won, but. I wasn't like totally impressed by either guy, you know, in my opinion. So I don't know what you think, Marcel. I think Brito at the first round. You know, I think Aljo came back later in the round, but I still gave it to Brito. Yeah. Second round, I mean, Brito landed two very clean shots, but Aljo was overall in control, in my opinion. Yep. And I take the third round also to Aljo. So 29 28 for him. I picked Brito, but uh, yeah, I think Aljo won. Uh, I had 29 28. So. It was a good win for him, you know, and and he needed that one. He was one and two in his three UFC fights. If he lost, he was one and three and probably was getting booted, you know, so the two two probably saves him. It's pretty much just like uh, what somebody else was one and two and uh, and, and one and made a two two. I don't know. Jimmy oh, Pickett. Jimmy Pickett. Yeah. We'll talk about him in a minute. Yeah. 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 And also uh, TJ Brown, same thing with him. We'll talk about those guys in a minute. I'll get this comment from Joseph. Hey, Joseph, I know you ripped uh, Tate. We should Tate. What are your thoughts are taking a shot in New Year's and picking Payne to win? I mean, she's her friend. I'm not surprised at all. And, you know, she's like, oh, I picked her to win. Like, well, all the other predictions you got wrong, you know? It's like, whatever. I, I don't care about her opinion. And I think she probably loses that fight, too, by the way. You know, Laura, <laughs> Laura Murphy's a tough – Laura Murphy's probably going to beat her, you know? I'm going to say that right <laughs> now, Marcel. I'm going to say it right now. Laura Murphy's probably going to beat Misha Tate. Now that I think about it. Because she just matches her in the, the toughness, the grit, grittiness, the wrestling – Everything really, it's like a very close fight, you know. I, I would, I just I thought Misha looked so bad in her last fight. I just feel like Misha's super annoying lately. I don't know, I know. Gosh, talk about other people's lives and stuff. I, I think Algio would be from Giga for a while, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I want to say Algio was in, yeah, yeah, they're both kind of, you know, yeah. I mean, they've been around with these two for a while, both contender series guys. What's up, guys? Hey, Joe, what's going on, man? What's up, Joe? All right, Jamie Pickett defeats Joe Holmes, yeah. I mean, I obviously, I don't say I overlooked, uh. There's, I, I don't think I would have changed my pick. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think Jamie Pick is that good, you know? Even after this win, I still don't think he's that good. It's just Joseph Holmes, obviously, Dana White was probably right about him not being ready for the UFC, Marcel, because he didn't look like he was ready. He had the octagon jitters for sure. Woke up in the third round. You know, he won the third round, but the first two rounds, Jamie Pickett won. So Pickett wins the decision, Marcel. He's 2-2 two and two now in the UFC. He's, uh, he's asking the UFC to re-sign him. I don't know. I mean, to me, he's not that exciting. The fights in the UFC are kind of boring. The last two fights in Staropoli in this fight. Not too impressed with this guy. What, do you, what about you, Marcel? Uh, actually, all three rounds for Jamie Pickett, man. Uh, I think uh, Joseph Holmes didn't show up. The Joseph Holmes we saw in contender series. The Joseph Holmes we saw against uh, Jonathan Petit in the, 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 or in the Fury FC. That Joseph Holmes didn't show up, you know? And I think uh, Joseph Holmes, who fights well, should, like, win... Now let's do and say nine. Let, let went seven or eight out of ten times from J, against Jamie Pickett, but he didn't show up. And Jamie Pickett probably his best performance in the UFC so far. You know, uh, did very well. Um, and won the fight. I think, by the way, that many of uh, the prelims weren't really that great of matchups against each other. And it's not where some were very one sided. You know, and the other ones were like, yeah. Was uh, I think uh, the the main event and uh, Roy Val Bonturin and the, and the two finishes saved a lot for this event to be really honest because the prelims I didn't have a great feeling with the prelims to be really honest. You're muted, man. 
Sorry, my dogs were barking, so I muted it, and then I uh, forgot. Um, yeah, no, the prelims were pretty bad. I mean, the card wasn't that great, you know. There was a few fights at the end that kind of saved it, but overall not a great card. Um, but, yeah, I think for Pickett, I'm just looking at, like, who else has two wins. How about, like, Petrovsky, maybe someone like that he could fight, you know, if they resigned it. But I, w- I wouldn't be surprised either way. This guy saying Nick, Nick's Maximoff. Yeah, maybe they could do that fight. I don't know. I'm not too excited. But I, I just, yeah, you know, Marcel was his best performance, but I'm still, I'm still not, like, impressed. Yeah, same. That same. makes sense, you know. Uh, Cor- okay, here's a guy I was impressed by. My God, Cor McGee, man. I mean, wow. Like, the guy's getting better with age. It's crazy, right? You know, he should be getting, like, worse and losing, but he's looked good lately, man. And he shut me up uh, again on this one. I was kind of on the fence about it, Marcel, honestly, but I, I didn't, you know, I didn't think it'd be, like, a one-sided beatdown like this, you know? <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I thought it'd be a competitive fight. This was an absolute beatdown. Give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Court the crush McGee in the win. Yeah, man. Uh, I I I picked Rami's Brahimite to win. Um, court was all over him, man. The whole fight, uh, dragging him down, uh, also knocking him down right before the end of the first round. I think. Yeah. Um, it was all over him, and Ramis didn't have an answer, you know. And, and we also know that Ramis, uh, actually, I don't think he ever made the full three three rounds. In, in his career, yeah, twice, twice, and he lost both those fights, uh, and this is the third one. So, um, just a good performance by Court McGee, man. Much uh, Ramiz is much younger; he's an older guy, and he looked very good. Um, yeah, much respect yeah. Man, to the Ultimate Fighter Eleven winner. You know, are you something crazy? Okay, so in this fight, he had ten minutes and fifty-seven seconds of top control yeah. control time, and against Claudio Silva, he had nine minutes and. Uh, um, sorry, eight minutes and three seconds. So he's had 19 minutes of, of top of like control time uh, in yeah. the last two fights. That's insane. That's insane. Like who else has 19 minutes of control time in two fights? Like Khabib territory, guys. Like I don't get it. And where was this against Carlos Condit? Everybody fought Condit. And they just stood and traded. Like mm-hmm. why did he wrestle Condit? The guy with the worst takedown defense. Yeah, decision. I don't know. I don't know. But he t- now he's fighting smart and looking good. Very impressed, man. I mean, how can you not be? Quite a lot of debut fighters rolling their first fight make 270 interesting. Yep, yep, I, I agree, Glenn. Um, we'll talk about that card tomorrow. UFC 270, guys, 5 p.m. Eastern, and they will be able to podcast. Break it down. Slava Claus and Astar. Yeah, we both said that fight. We both liked that one. Uh, just tough. I think Collier, yeah, tough. I called out Collier, and, and Collier's like, if you can make 265. It's funny because Collier's probably fighting at like 185 <laughs> or 205, and yet, you know, he makes 265, but Tafa. Obviously, should be a two sixty five. He can't even make two sixty five his last fight. Why don't, I mean, two sixty seven. What? What was that weird thing with uh, when the official weigh ins were going on? And Collier and Sherman were the two last one to weigh in. I was like, they made it so long. Like, it's just on the scale and got it done with. It was weird. Yeah, they usually do that and they'll get the uh, the, the stare downs done quickly. All right, uh, next fight: Brian Keller against Kevin Kroom. Yeah, I mean Keller looked good. You know, it was a tough fight for him. I mean, like uh, matchup wise, because Kroom is so much bigger, right, and longer. Mm-hmm. And Kroom did a good job. Like Kroom actually, for a lot of the fight, Kroom was doing like a good job on the feet, outstriking uh, uh, Keller, man, like outvolumeing him or so, and, and winning large portions of the fight. But Keller had the way more significant strikes. He had a knockdown, and then the third round took him down, beat him up. Um, overall, great performance uh, against the guy who came in a short notice and Kroom. I'm um, doing a good job, but overall, Kelleher, man, another great performance by this guy. Give me your thoughts. Kelleher did what he had to do, man. He had the guy who took the fight on four days' notice, a weight class up. Um, yep. He had to win this fight, let's be honest, you know. And for Kroom, yeah, he is, uh, 
he probably needs to win his next fight, you know. But uh, he, he gave a good fight, I think, to Keller with four days' notice. So respect to him. But yeah, a win that Keller absolutely needed to to have, you know, against a guy like Kroom. And uh, maybe they rebooked uh, Saiti Yakub uh, Kakramano fight. I mean, why not? Sure. They could, or they can give it some like you know, even like more bigger name. It's it's too bad that fight got canceled, by the way. Um, yeah. TJ Brown also he. Uh, I'm supposed to fight Benitez. And then, you know, we talked about that fight last week. And then after the podcast, I think that fight got switched. The next day, mm-hmm. there was another switch. We knew that was going to happen. But anyways, <laughs> TJ Brown, uh, he defeats Charles Rosa in the short nose fight. Um, you know, probably his better, best performance. You know, first two rounds he won. But again, third round he lost. Rosa always wins the third round. But again, Marcel gets taken down controlled. He did sign a new contract, um, Rosa, so he won't get cut, even though he probably should be. But he'll, he'll, he'll get another fight at least. Um, Brown gets the win. Any thoughts on this last fight? I mean, very smart by Rosa, man. He went to uh, to to Vegas. He actually wanted that fight against uh, Tapuria. UFC was like, uh, no, you you can get have to fight against TJ Brown. He took that one. I mean, he lost, but uh, he gets a new contract, so uh, works out for him, right? And uh, for TJ Brown, it works out as well because he really needed to win. So yeah, yeah, he got the job done. Like for me, it's like it's probably his real first real win because I honestly don't yeah, think he beat. I agree, Kaya Kamaka. Uh, and by the way, Kai uh, said, you know, props and was like, congrats, man. So, like, that's cool because he's in Bellator now, I believe, right? He just won yeah. his fight in Bellator, didn't he? Yeah, he won his fight. So, John wants them to rebook uh, Kakramon. Yeah, that'd be a good fight still. Hey, Marcus, what's up, man? Uh, who do you think Keller should fight next? You know, Marcel had a good uh, suggestion there, just rebooking it. But I think, you know, again, he, he kind of deserves someone higher ranked, in my opinion, at this point. He's doing the UFC a lot of solids uh, lately, too, eh? You know, like, let me see how many wins he has. He's got, what, eight or nine wins now? Um... I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. You know, he's going to fight at 135, hopefully. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind if they rebooked it. Um, what, what what about Paiva? That'd be a good fight. Casey Kenny, does he have a fight? Does he have an opponent? That'd be a fun fight. So. I would like to see that fight. That'd be a good fight. Someone like that, I think. Um, fuck, man. I mean, Adrian Yanez would be a good fight, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be yeah, a good fight? Yeah. yeah, why not? Wouldn't that be a good fight, guys? Like, maybe that's the fight. Davy Grant would be a good fight. Holy shit, that'd be a good fight, eh? Any of those fights. Bantamweight is awesome. <laughs> Such a good division. So much fun. Even though he fought at 145. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be similar in 2020 in terms of COVID? True sure seems like it, eh, buddy? Like, it's crazy, man. He would have wanted Max to follow up very funny in his opinion. After weeks off the car, badly these finishes. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, uh, I just didn't see much uh, engagement, I guess. But, like, no one seemed to care about this car. To be fair, NFL playoffs were going on. I also believe Dana was probably watching the Las Vegas Raiders playing. And also the New England Patriots were both playing. Both his teams. Keller, future ranked fighter. I think he's close to the top 15. Possible, now, right? yeah. He's not there yet because Caceres is, I think, 15. He's been on a roll too. But he's like right there, you know, guys? Like he's a good fighter, man. Honestly, he's an underrated guy. He's putting together a good career, you know? Who's 15? Caceres is better weight. Who's 15? I'm sorry. Yeah, my, my bad, guys. Uh, Sun Sal. I, I think he could easily take that, that spot. That's in. actually a good fight. I, you know what? There's the fight. There you go. Give him a, That's a, actually a good fight. Give yeah. him a chance, you know, to get in the top 15. Um. I don't even know if he'd win that fight. You know, it'd be a good fight. It's a fair fight. You know, that's what you want. You want a good, fair fight, right? That'd be a good, fair fight. Um, but yeah, I like the guy. He's a fun guy to watch. Um, so yeah, I mean, any other? Was there? There was a few other changes during fight week, right? I think something else got canceled, didn't it? Um, did mention? I think uh, Silvana, Silvana Gomez Juarez yeah, and so Demopoulos got through this week, right? Yeah. So we broke it down. Um, we'll talk about that fight again, and then. Um, 
also the Pereira, that fight also got pushed. Yeah, Gasfialo. Yeah. 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 We so actually both... talked about that one, you know, last week. So, yeah. We did an interesting thing. I was like, man, if he gets more notice, maybe I'll pick the other guy. <clears throat> I'll tell you guys tomorrow on the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about from this card? I feel like I got everything I wanted to say about it. Uh, overall, I mean, it honestly, pretty much covered everything. I think, not a yeah. great card. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It really wasn't, but it did have one of the best fights of the year. It's going to still be one of the top fights of the year. Then, the year. If I was amazing, had um, two good finishes, and the rest of the fight was kind of, kind of, uh, meh. You know, Marcel, kind of meh. By the way, let me ask you a question. Had there not been, had just say Collier won a decision, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the fight didn't happen. But do you think they would have kept that bonus, or do you think they would have given it to someone like Court McGee, who had like a really good one sided fight? Like, what do you think? They would have, they would have probably kept the bonus. <laughs> I, you hate that when they do that, right? Like, is, yeah. is there anything that drives you nuts? Uh, yeah, nuts oh, I mean, that, there was one event they they hold a bonus, and then there were like two draws or something, and I was like, you keep actually <laughs> two other bonuses, you know? So <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Timur Valley, Rumor, and Jack Shore. Yeah, those guys are all good too, man. Obviously, they're all beasts. Oh yeah, Mark. So talk about it, man. I think it was your first week at uh, Eurosport, I believe, at Discovery. Thoughts mm-hmm. or uh, reaction? I guess. I mean, we had the uh, we had a pre pre fight show with a with a uh, with somebody who hosted it with uh, uh, analyzing from uh, Marlus Kunin, who uh, will do that now for every event. Uh, we had uh, the the show actually, and with it, uh, and between the the fights, Marlus Kunin and and the guy Nassim is his name uh, are commentating between it. You could you could use for Dutch commentary or English commentary, but everybody uses English commentary. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good one. I think it was the first. Uh, it's on Discovery Plus over here, which is an app, and uh, you can you can pretty much you get every main card for thirty euros a year at this moment. So that's like it's around like forty dollars, and you see every main card, including pay per views. So I mean, I think it's a it's a very good deal if you look at comparison to to the US, for example. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. I'm really looking forward to two seventy. How that will go. So uh yeah, this is the first real big event, you know. Is uh Molus Kunin, she's part of the broadcast former Yeah, uh, she she does uh, the, yeah, she does analyzing and uh she does uh she's a co-commentator uh with uh with the Dutch commentary. So This is your full-time job now, right? Like are you have you started full-time or are you, are you part-time right now? I, I'm I'm I still have to do mail for, till January 29. Yeah. So it's still 50-50, but Right, 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 right. So I, next month you'll be more like uh, fully into it. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Almost done the mail thing, Marcel. Two more weeks, buddy. Yeah. Uh Umar pulled out of that fight with Jack Shore, and I don't think he's been rebooked. I think he's hurt, right? If I'm not mistaken. The UFC took him off that fight, apparently. Okay, I'm bad. Sorry, why. I shouldn't have said that then. I don't know if he's hurt for sure. Um, do you think the confident will uh, find the gone improved or not? I mean, well, I think so, you know, but it, it's hard to say because if he wins, you'll probably knock him out, and then it's like you know, does he have cardio? It's the same question, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, we'll talk about that fight tomorrow, guys. I honestly don't even want to think about it right now because I, I still got to think about the fight more. I, I kind of have a lean in it. It's, it's, they're both amazing fighters. You know, it's one of those <laughs> fights. You know, they're both incredible fighters. I'm honestly pretty convinced of my pick, man. Chris Barnett said in the K Trade podcast, he wants to go high on trains and Steepy's having something that works. Thoughts? Um, Stipe would versus John Jones would be really interesting, wouldn't it? I don't know if that fight would happen. Uh, Derek, Lu- uh, no, Derek, Derek Lewis is fighting, isn't he? He's fighting someone. I don't know who's gonna fight. See, yeah, Tristan, have a good one, man. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna fight, but I mean, that's interesting. Stipe's uh, coming back. Maybe he fights a loser. I don't know. Hey, Noah, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Pump for the period. I've gone by three round knockout. Thanks for the great work, as always. Hey, appreciate that, Noah. Thanks, man. 
yeah, I'm excited for it. I think that's a really good prediction, honestly, but we'll talk about that fight tomorrow. Here's a really good question by Marcus, uh, one of my favorites uh, in the podcast. Who do you have favorite to win between MVP and Amosov? Do you like the matchup? I do like uh, the fight. I think it makes sense. I'm glad MVP is getting tested here because, you know, the guy obviously – he's fought a lot of guys that – you know, more great opponents coming up. I don't even think he won against Dylan Sleeman. Having said that, you know, if he keeps the fight standing, he can win. But I think he's going to get taken down, honestly. Bro. So I think Amazon wins. He doesn't even want the Douglas Lima fight last time yeah. out, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm myself all the way. Yeah, yeah especially, you know, five-round fight. I mean, MVP can win in the first, you know, round or two. But, but, but I don't think it's going to work in this Look fight. how much Bellator favoring MVP. They let him fight it's again. In in too. Yeah, of, I was going to say, it is in – that's the thing, right? The last fight, I don't think a lot of us thought he won, but it was in London, right? So you yeah. know, the the, um, the the judges' hometown cooking, right? Joe thinks yeah. Amosov wins. I think that's fair, Joe. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Connor saying some tweets about championship weight. Can you see that fight happening next? You know, that's the question everyone's asking, Quinn. I hate. I, I don't think you can rule it out, right? You can't say no. You can't say no to it happening. I don't think he deserves it at all. Obviously, it should be Justin Gaethje, but you know. It could happen, and also they could do Oliver and Gaethje, and then uh, Connor could fight the winner of that fight. I mean, they could do that, Marcel. Um, Gaethje and Oliver can still fight, and then Connor could fight the winner. So it, it's possible he doesn't deserve it, but UFC is all about making money, man. You know, and uh, again, they don't have live crowds this year. It's COVID season. They, they're going to try making as much money as they can. Also, uh, Owen, hey, Owen, what's up, man? You think Sponsor was robbed? Yeah, we talked about uh, the fight. You know, I think it was close, Owen, as far as the decision goes. It honestly could have went either way. Um, as far as the tap, I personally don't think he tapped. Marcel did thought he did, but you know, it's it's one of those things. I think people are kind of like uh, back and forth on. I actually, I actually said it even harder. Marcel I think, is I, I, I think you're blind if you think he doesn't tap. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I do have to wear these glasses, so I, I honestly can't. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> the way Belter at Bill MVP reminds me of Sugar Song. Yeah, it's fair. But like, you know, this guy's old though. He's like 34, 35. He's older than me, man. Marcel, like, that's the difference. I honestly think, hey, Alex, what's up, man? I think they released you. Yeah, he's saying they released Carmouche. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. I think Bellator would be the spot for Josh Silvera signed with PFL. Um, guy's a beast, man. What do you think, yeah, Marcel? Yeah, I mean, why not? You you, you can win a million dollars there if you win the tournament. So I, I, I would, if I'm a guy who is undefeated, I think Silvera's undefeated, right? And uh, you get an offer for PFL, would have done it, you know? You still can go to the UFC if that's your dream afterwards. Bellator, it's also still possible, you know. So uh, I mean, I don't understand why UFC didn't sign the guy. He's great. I don't get it. I agree. I, I agree, man. I don't understand. Like the UFC has a deal with LFA, obviously. Like you know, they can take anyone they want, basically, from there. Like obviously, these guys can talk about promotions. But let's be honest. Everyone, like ninety-nine percent of fighters coming up, they want to fight in the UFC. This guy is in his prime, twenty-nine years old. He's kill- he's kicking ass at two divisions. I'm disappointed UFC didn't get him, man. But good, good for him because, quite frankly, maybe he turned down the UFC, Marcel. Maybe he's like, I don't want to fight for 12 and 12. I want to try to win a million. Maybe that's what, maybe he t- t- turned it down. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, Gage, you said an entire year and complaining. I guess the fight coming off a guy, uh, Chandler coming off the knockout. Yeah. But, you know, it was, I mean, he had, he has a lot of momentum now, right? He's coming off, you know, fight of the year. I, I mean, um, who else, who else do you want to give the title shot to? I mean, I mean, well, you want to give it to Connor? I mean, when Connor yeah. last fought, when Connor last had a win at Lightweight, I think Chase, Chase Hooper was still a minor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, He's a number one contender, Justin Gaethje. I mean, yeah. Islam and Benio are three and four, so Justin deserves it. He really does, I think. Um, he lost to Khabib. Like, remember that. Like, he didn't lose to uh, Oliver or one of these guys at Chandler. Um, again, take any questions if you want, guys. We'll take a few, we'll stay here for a few more minutes. Imov and, and Gaslam. Yeah, we talked about that one, I think, last week. It's a good fight. And mm-hmm. MMA Factory is awesome, man. 
Look at that! Look at that logo, by the way. The uh, the emoji, the little factory thing. That's so nice. dope. <laughs> I didn't see that one before. I think Silvera's a great signing, man. Fuck. Again, I think he probably signed there because you know he's like, hey, I, I can win a million bucks. And I think he legitimately can. He's really good. Also, mm-hmm. at the same time, though, I mean, he's not really tested, right? Like, it wouldn't be surprised at the same time if this guy goes in there, it's a big favor and gets KO'd. You know, he's one of those guys that could be. We see PFL marks a lot of prospects over the years get knocked out in like a tournament, you know, as big favorites. Anyways, um, Marcel, I'm going to check out your Instagram quickly and just see if there's any other fights we missed. Yes. Um, there's a couple I think that were announced. Uh, Mike Jackson, he's returning to the UFC against Dean Barry, just got signed. Uh, mm-hmm. Two guys that I don't know if should be in the UFC. I mean, Mike Jackson's 0 and 1 and 1 no contest, and Dean Barry's 4 and 1. So I don't really even know. I'm surprised he's still on the roster. I'm completely shocked he was still on the roster when I saw this. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I mean, Dean Barry, uh, he, he, what I saw from him, he looked good, but he fought a guy who was, was like 6 and 20, I think, in his last Drew Lipton or something. But this, I mean, the dude tried, tried to get a fight like for almost a year and say so he had so many guys who pulled out of the fight. So he was so happy he finally had a fight in December and he won that fight. And he, I think he got promised well, if he won that fight, he was going to get signed by the UFC. Plus, he was already signed by the UFC a year ago, but. The fights fell through, and they asked him to go search for another fight. And he had visa, visa issues. Sorry, I have visa issues. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I'm happy for him. Let's see what he can bring to the table. And Mike Jackson, we saw him twice in the octagon so far. Uh, completely didn't have anything to say against Mickey Gall. Against CM Punk, he won the fight. Decision got overturned because of marijuana use. Um, yeah. What can you say about him? I, That's I don't pretty know. stupid, by but, the way. That's, I mean, really, he should have won. I mean, though he won the fight, but... yeah. You know, but again, beating CM Punk doesn't mean anything. CM Punk is the worst fighter I think to ever fight in the UFC. I really do think he's the worst fighter ever. Can you think of worst fighter in CM Punk honestly? Can you? I haven't ever. thought about it. I really think he, he's the worst guy. Like, I mean, he doesn't he never deserved the chance. He only got it because he's some rich dude that that Dana White, you know, was friends with basically. Mm-hmm. Because so many guys bust their ass for years and never get a chance, you know. And this guy does. So I agree with you. I, I never agree. thought he deserved the chance. Um, but you know, Dean Barry should win this fight. Um, mm-hmm. It's just I, I just don't really understand why Mike Jackson's still on the roster. Honestly, um, thought he was a journalist and just taking pictures and stuff right now. But you know, he's not the long, He's a good guy yeah, he, like, and stuff. But I don't have an issue with him. He's he, cool. He makes he makes pictures for LFA, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's on Twitter. He's active and, and he's at the mm-hmm. event. I'm just surprised he's still fighting. I thought he retired or was cut. You know, Marcel. Like uh, I was legitimately surprised when I saw this, like the the uh, the rebooking. Um. By the way, Aid Loco thinks that you know, a painted woman the, the rematch possibly. Yeah, Mike Jackson's on UFC trains with Mick Maynard. Yeah, I mean that makes sense too. Mick Maynard is obviously the matchmaker, so they're both from LFA. Um, they both came from there, so mm-hmm. uh, or it's called uh, Legacy FC actually. Um, thoughts on Jake Paul uh, making the Forbes list? Yeah, at forty million. I mean, yeah, man, I agree. You know, Jake Paul is a, a polarizing guy. Um, but I think he's doing good things for like fighter pay, I believe, and like bringing, aware- bringing awareness to the fact that these guys are getting hosed um, for the most part. And, uh, you know, the guys' fights have been pretty exciting for the most part. Um, so, I, I mean, I have no issue at all for the guy, honestly. Uh, by the way, Daniel, uh, no, 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 no jealousy of Mike. Uh, I just don't think he should – I'm just surprised on the roster. As far as Punk goes, just not a fan of the guy. I don't think he should have been in the UFC at all. Um Back in 2012, 21st, and Dez Holm was booked. How do you think the fight played out back then? 
Maybe Hallman would have submitted him with the guillotine, eh? Dennis Hallman had some like crazy like performances, man. He beat Matthews twice. Twice. I fought I, I was in Toronto. He fought Carl Parisian once. He like ran across the octagon and took him down and beat it, like beat the shitter. It was crazy. Like didn't expect it, Marcel. He also had that fight with Brian Ebersol. Yeah, with the shorts. Yeah. Oh my god. And he got the Dana White gave the guy the bonus for finishing him, like to get him off TV. Yeah. Brian Ebersol with the harrow. Yeah, the harrow. Yeah, he's like <laughs> punching that guy was jokes. Yeah. Earl of journalists logging for the punk fight. Uh maybe. Uh, I can't Daniel, I think it was just Again, yeah, the guy had connections. Um, by the way, yeah, I mentioned earlier Jakar Closemore still got that fight rebook, so that's good to hear. Um, mm. but anyways, yeah, I think for me, like you know, Marcel, I think I've talked about everything I kind of want to as far as USC Vegas goes. Same. Is there any other like news? Like we'll talk, we'll take like, a few more questions, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good for today. To be honest with you guys, um, yeah, the, pretty much the only news that was today with matchups I, I can remember is Amosov against MVP and we talked about this one as well a few minutes ago so I, uh, I yeah, have so nothing I, I'm with you on that man anyways the point I'm excited for tomorrow because we're going to talk about UFC 270 more so I think hmm. you know we have like 12 fights I believe or 13 fights or something so I'm not sure what the last count is it changes daily but I'm looking forward to yeah, it there is by the way something weird man um, uh, Shamil Abdurakimov is booked against uh, Tom Aspinall on March 19 right and uh, it's supposed to be in London. And uh, if you look at the UFC stats, you uh, look at March 19, it says Shamil Abdurakimov against Sergei Pavlovich. Okay. So I don't know about that. I'm trying to find out if that's, a, if that's a mistake or that's legit. I would say it's legit because it's on UFC stats, but uh, I'm not sure, so I haven't posted it yet. But uh, then you guys know that maybe Tomas Pinot was out, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, by the way, I just talked to... Uh... Or Cole just sent me a message. He said he spoke to Jerry Vendary, who really scheduled a fight. Barnett, but Barnett got hurt. Then Arlovsky stepped up a short notice. That's what happened. That's why I fight up with. I was wondering why they booked that fight. Yeah, same weird one. Yeah, so I watched all day. I, I I try to watch some of it, John. It's tough though. I mean, I have a, I have a young baby right now, so I'm, honestly, UFC is like my number one priority. Um, but yeah, I, I do pay attention to that fight because I do the opening odds. I I just wrote the one for this week. Charles Johnson's fighting uh, Carlos Mata, who's great uh, fight, I think. Have him on Twitter. He follows me on Twitter and. He's pretty active, and I think it's a great fight. Honestly, I think the winner gets in the UFC. So yeah, yeah. I do follow it, John, but I I, I don't watch like every single LFA fight. Unfortunately, I don't have the time. Um, Nick Maynard is biased, of course he does. I mean, the matchmakers are biased. There's no fucking doubt about it. They do because you do, it's it's a people business. If you're friends with the matchmakers, they're going to bring you in the UFC, I and mean, you're going to be in the UFC. You know. Mm-hmm. Hope you see uh, Anvar uh, boy uh, boys and Narov. He had that crazy knockout. Yeah, that knee. I think was, right. That was sick. It was uh, back. Yeah. Yeah, John John Joe saying there's 13 fights. Yeah, I don't know, but. Speedback, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm uh, eight locals said they're going to push back the fight with, with Hardy. Um, the card's not great, I agree. Glenn, you know, to be fair, I think some fights fell off, but it's not a great card. Um, yeah, if Fiziev uh, pulls out, should Gillespie replace him? Sure, but I hope he doesn't pull out because I like that. Fight. Yeah, I know that's so. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for today, guys. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll break down the uh, UFC 270 pay review. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here. Yeah, you can find everything, uh, Big Marcel24, Twitter, and Instagram. And I write for Eurosport.nl slash Mixed Martial Arts right now. So there you can find my articles and stuff. Marcel's almost done, guys, his, uh, his post office job. It's like you've put in your time, Marcel. It's like you've been in prison. You're almost out of jail, Marcel. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. very close. No, I'm just kidding. Um, our lost game right there is, yeah, I, I agree with that, Alex. I was surprised they booked the fight. But again, that makes sense now, right? Hey, Joe, you too, buddy. You'll see it tomorrow. You guys follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast. That's on mbaoddsbreaker.com. As you guys know, on the pod, uh, on the uh, YouTube channel, iTunes, Spotify, all those places you can download it. You guys can listen to it there. Tell your friends about it. You know, appreciate the uh, you know back and forth here. Also at MiamiNews.com. That's the news there. And then bookies.com. 
Lots of uh, you know promos for the sports books guys, especially if you're like New York area. So check that out. We'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, Marcel.